if you're putting less and you're not getting the full match from your company, that's a big mistake because that's free money that you're giving away. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Mark, let's talk about 401ks and address some frequent questions that you get from listeners about their 401ks all the time. First of all, free advice or advice for a very low fee. Some companies offer this to their employees. Is it a good idea to take advantage of that or not? You know, it can hurt to have a conversation. So whether your your company has a 401k and you have an investment person that represents that plan, they come in and meet with you and, you know, they might spend a few minutes with you learning about your situation and come up with a, how you should be invested. I don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, some companies offer kind of an automated allocation tool uh, for a fee. I know like probably one of the bigger ones, I know Raytheon offers, you know, financial engines will come in and for one half of 1%, they'll make an allocation with the choices that you do have, the core choices, they'll put together an allocation. It's kind of a one size fits all. It's better than nothing. It's a little expensive, I think, for what they're actually providing. Uh, we have actually a way of uh, going in on, onto those plans and actually doing even a better job for moving into a different options and, and opening up the, the the list of options that you have and making it even more customized and actively managed more so than what they're doing. So to answer your question, I think it's better than nothing, but it just depends on what you're paying and what you're getting. Okay. Let me ask you about 401k loans. Good idea or a bad idea? I typically would say they're a bad idea. You know, most of the time, depending on how much you have in there, the most you could take out is $50,000. The problem that I have with them is you're basically paying the interest back. So you're not really growing that money like you would if it was still invested. The problem is if you get laid off, especially in this type of environment that we're in, if you get laid off or you quit or whatever it might be, the money that you owe uh, is all taxable. So if you took out 50 and you still owe 40 and you quit, you're going to get uh, 1099 for that 40000 that you're going to have to pay taxes on. So you need to make sure that you're pretty stable with your job and have a plan. Most of them you pay off in five years, et cetera. It's so wishy-washy these days now with, with what's going on. You know, I, so many people are going to end up being unemployed or less employed than they were. Um, so it is kind of risky. And I understand people go to that because that's the only savings that they have. And it's the last resort. It's the last resort. But I tend to tell people that, you know, be careful when you take out those type of loans. Let's talk about 401k rollovers. Uh, when does a rollover make sense and when does it not? It almost always makes sense to do a rollover. The nice thing about doing a rollover is you can roll it into a traditional IRA. So you could do that anytime you leave the company that you're currently at. You can keep the money there. You can roll it into a new plan or you can roll it into an IRA. Generally, my advice is to roll it in an IRA because then you can control what it's in. You can control the fees and you can control the investments. So you're not limited on the investments that they offered. You can do anything you want with it, really, per se. So that's a great benefit, and you're more in control of it. So it's your account, you're not tied to your old employer, et cetera. You can also do what's known as an in-service distribution most of the time, where if somebody's working at age 59 and a half, they can roll over their vested portion into an IRA. And we do a lot of that with clients as well. So we can manage it actively and really control the fees and control the risk a lot better than we can inside the 401k. You're listening to Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman of Silverman and Associates. And we're talking about some frequent questions that Mark gets about 401ks. How about target date funds? First of all, what are target date funds and are they good options for most people? 
Well, so target date funds are, if, if you have a 401k, you'll see them. They have like a target date 2020, a target date 2025, a target date 2030. And so they always have five-year increments. The idea is the closer you're getting to that target date, the more conservative the portfolio gets, meaning they're going to start selling the equity mutual funds and buying more bond mutual funds, which in principle is fine. I think just starting off, if you're just starting off and you got a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars in there, I think they're fine. I think once you get a higher number of value into those accounts, I think you're better off allocating and making your own mixture of funds. And that's something we can help our clients with is figuring out the best combination that they have in there rather than just using a target date fund. Okay. Let's talk about uh, contribution amounts. Uh, Should you just contribute enough to max out the company match or should you put in more? So my opinion is you should at least put in what the match is. If you're putting less and you're not getting the full match from your company, that's a big mistake because that's free money that you're giving away. So you want to at least put in the amount in there. What I recommend is put that in there. If you're new to a plan or you're just starting out or you're struggling, which a lot of people are, I understand this year, you know, put in the minimum amount to get the match. However, and then what you want to do is maybe the next quarter, bump it up 2% and see how things are going then bump it up again. So you finally are maxing out your plan. You're never going to have too much money in there. So I've never had somebody come to me and we have too much money. I wish I wouldn't have saved as much. However, we've had a lot of people that wish they would have saved more. So what you can't make up for is time. So so the more you could put away, the earlier, the better off you're going to be and the less you have to save down the road. So getting started and getting up on a plan and getting used to saving and having that money come out, you probably won't even miss it as you get used to it and get that plan maximized as quickly as possible is what I recommend. But starting slow and then building up and adding to that over time. And that's something we can help you figure out a schedule with as well. We're going through some 401k questions and answers here. And uh, Mark, I'm interested to get your answer on this one. Roth versus traditional. A lot of people talk about that. If you have a Roth option in your 401k, should you take advantage of it or not? I tend to believe it. You don't get the deduction like you will with the traditional. However, that money is going to be tax deferred like it would with the traditional. However, that money, when you take it out, as soon as long as you keep it for a certain number of years, that money and you have a certain age, you're going to be able to take that money out tax-free down the road. And we've talked about this before, but no matter where you think things are right now, I think most people are in agreement that taxes are going to be higher. So yeah, you could save some money on taxes by doing the traditional now, but you're going to pay higher taxes down the road when you take that money out in the traditional versus a Roth. There's no taxes due. The money's coming in, you know, after tax and going out tax free. So I am a bigger fan of doing the Roth personally. It depends on your situation, what you're, you know, maybe you do a mixture of that. That's something we can help you figure out. But if push comes to shove, I think you're going to be better off in the long run putting it more into the Roth than you are the traditional. A lot of folks out there in Tucson and, uh, in fact, all over southern Arizona who may have questions to ask you and maybe some different questions than the ones we've been through here today about 401ks. What do you have to offer them when they reach out with a phone call or a text? Sure. And 401ks are one of the biggest people, you know, whether it's a 403b, a TSP, you know, if you have a large IRA, whatever it might be, you know, that's most people's biggest investment account is, is in retirement accounts. So, you know, talking about that obviously is, is a big thing. So just having a conversation is all we're really looking for. If, if you're uneasy with what's going on, which a lot of people are, you're scared, not sure what's going to happen. We never know what's going to happen. But now certainly there's a lot more uncertainty, especially with the election and, you know, what's the ramifications of all the shutdowns and stimulus spending and all this other stuff that's going to happen. So you want to make sure that you're doing all that you can and making the best decision you can based on what we know now and working with someone that can adjust 
your portfolio based on you know new information coming out as time goes on. So being very active, I think, is very important right now, making sure you're rebalancing your portfolios on a regular basis. But you know, just having that conversation, whether you send us a text or give me a call, we'll get you on the calendar. You'll have a conversation with me, and then we can you know answer any questions that you have, and then determine if it makes sense to to take it further, and, and if there's a reason for us to work together as well. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman & Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman & Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman & Associates, an affiliated company.